You're listening to the Cairo Success Podcast, where we reveal the secrets to a massively successful practice. Here's your host, Dr. Tori Robeson. Hello, winners. I am optimistic, positive, and excited about chiropractic. I'm reaching people with my practice and building an exceptional life of productivity, prosperity, and generosity while I'm filled with love, fitness, and fun. My purpose is to become a smarter, more powerful, capable, driven, and superior version of myself by ever increasing my awareness, knowledge, understanding, motivation, hands-on skill, communication skill, and mastery in the art of exceptional living. Any training you do with me is going to cause you to naturally attract more new and high-value patients, make you more capable in motivating and persuading people, will empower you to make smarter long-term decisions, and will energize your physical, mental, and financial health. Our law of success for the day is the law of detachment. Very interesting and very confusing for people. The law of detachment states that you can't really attract anything into your life until you detach yourself from it. This kind of goes along with those who care the least get the most. It also goes along with the idea that if you have an addiction to something, you're actually keeping it from happening in your life. It also goes along with the watched pot never boils. You have to detach yourself and you go hang out in the living room for two seconds and all of a sudden you hear the water boiling over. If you're sitting there and staring at the road, the trip drags. If you're hung up in a great conversation and you detach yourself from the road, boom, 60 miles is gone and you're pulling into town. These are laws that govern how things work with humanity. That's why they're called laws. So how does this apply to you? Because you say, Tori, but we're supposed to write down our goals and look at them all the time. Yeah? Tori, we're supposed to write down our goals and, and laminate them and then put them in the shower so we can see them every day. Yeah? Tori, you want us to make our cool orange card and then take a picture with our cell phone and look at it and read them out loud? Yeah. And then in between that, you detach. If you keep something on your mind too much, you keep it from happening. Why? Don't ask me why. Why does the boiling point of water, 212? Don't ask me. I don't know. Just the way the law works. Because we have to understand this. Two different ways. I'll tell you one quick story, then I'll come back to the wave and the particle. When you're driving, and let's say you had an argument and it's the conversation is very cold in the car. You're walking on eggshells as you sit there. What a horrible feeling. That trip is going to drag. It will take forever. Every mile will draw out like a blade running across your arm. 
Why is that? But let's say you're having an excited conversation and you're talking about something, you're getting into it and you're bantering back and forth. Poof, time flies because you obliterated the fabric of space and time. And by the way, when time flies like that, you don't age. But if it's eggshells and time draws out slow, can you see how that would age you faster? That's why keeping things light and fun and laughing, those people live longer. Just do, seems like. Look at Warren Buffett. Never ate a healthy thing ever. Hates drinking water. Doesn't like vegetables. Never worked out for a second other than to get out of his chair to go to his car. And he's 90 plus years old with 100 billion. Why? Never went to the chiropractor. All his doctors are dead. He's kicking along fine. Sharp as a tack. Why? Keeps his mind right. See, as researchers look at this and, and, we, and we examine matter, like the table, the microphone I'm looking at, your adjusting table, handouts that you're giving to a patient, the x-ray bucky in your office, face paper, Okay, these things like are, can be a particle, like a little particle that makes up the solid desk I'm knocking on right here. Sometimes as they analyze it, it's actually a wave. When something is a wave, it's like you don't see it. It's like the air. It's a wave, like a sound wave. You with me? It's in wave form. Thoughts are in wave form. Thought waves, sound waves, radio waves. Get the idea? Thought waves. And then what happens is when, we, when our thoughts are clear enough in wave form and we apply energy and we're excited and all that, once we take our mind off of that wave, it starts to turn into a particle and take physical form in your life. But if you're continuously staring at it, it remains a wave. You turn away, it starts to turn into a particle. It starts to take physical form in your life in the form of money, new patients, act, activity, action, good circumstances. It's kind of like if you plant a seed in the soil in a styrofoam cup to put on the windowsill and you sit there and stare at it and you dig down every three hours into the dirt to look at it, the thing ain't going to do anything. Your intention staring at it makes it not want to do anything. The watched pot doesn't want to boil. See, research has shown, and this is why no research is really that objective, because the thoughts of the observer influence the results. The thoughts of the scientists influence the results. You see where they can take a random color generator, red and green, 50-50, 
and put someone in front of it and they just start thinking red and it goes 51-49. You should look up the research, of course, of the guy that does the water, where you love the water and it changes the shape of the water crystals. Excellent books on that. Or how about the guy that's the the FBI profiler and he's sitting in his office and he uses his imagination and goes, huh, and he hooks up his lie detector to a plant. And when he, when he lights a lighter and goes after the plant to burn it, the, the, the lie detector freaks out. They determined that a lie detector can, can convict a murderer. Because if there, there was a plant in the room where there was a murder, and they put the plant in the room, when the murderer walks in, the lie detector will freak out because the plant can sense the murderer. So the law of detachment once again means once we lock a goal in, and we call it a lock-in procedure here at Winter's Edge, we lock in. Once you get it into your head and it's locked, well then just let it be. We just might refresh it occasionally and then we detach. Okay? If I do a tremendous amount of promotional work, I make great promotional pieces, great Facebook ad, videos, all this stuff, okay? And I put it online and I just sit there and stare at it. No, if I make it and I put all the effort into it and I lock in, and I do a great job, boom, and I disappear for four days, I'm going to have a bunch of names in the appointment book. You do the work and then let it be. It's the let go and let God principle. Do you see how there's all these weird sayings, but they all make sense and they all relate to each other? Once you've got it, you have to let go and allow it to happen. Okay? You can't make somebody love you. Can't stand around them all the time, hold their hand, let me get the door for you, let me buy you this, love, 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 I want you to love me, I'm going to make you love me. No. You put yourself into the right state, you interact appropriately, and I think love is what happens when you're not around each other. Those feelings, missing somebody, wanting to hear from somebody, drawing you closer psychologically to somebody. And then it's that much better when you are together. The law of detachment. Anything that you get addicted to having, a collection number, a new patient number, you're keeping it from occurring because you're, quote, trying too hard. Another popular saying, right? Up, trying too hard. Got into your head. Let go and let God. The watch pot never boils. There were icicles in the room and the day took forever for it to end. Or man, we got to talking and everything just, time just flew by. All of these things are saying the same thing. Set it and forget it. Okay? You set and forget, and then what you focus on in chiropractic is perfect office visits. Once all my goals are locked in, and my graphs are made, and I've got the office all organized, and I've got the right equipment, and I've ordered everything for the upcoming year, okay, and I've got my how I'm going to dress right, and i got the procedures and the team huddle, all the systems and stuff are in place. Everything's set. Forget it now. Just go in and do a great job each day. 
I have to give my members permission. Quit doing so much. Just let go now. You've got enough going. All you have to do is show up and have great office visits, timing, attentive, new ones, great reports, care plans, drawing the diagram, wellness plans, solving the things, making the phone calls, dealing with the difficult questions, handling the walk-ins, handling the no-shows, all of the stuff. Execute the day perfectly. So we set and then we just simply execute the day perfectly. Like I might have a goal to win a gold medal in the Olympics. I can't just sit there and stare at the gold medal on the uh, on 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 a photograph all the time. I set it. That's the goal. It's in the back of my mind. I'm not going to forget about it. Now it's what? Perfect practices, perfect training. The great Michael Phelps, he went years without missing a day of training. 365 days a year, he was in a swimming pool training. So he can beat somebody by a hundredth of a second. Great wrestler trains 365 days a year, twice a day. One, one of them got up at two in the morning to train for four years straight because that's when the Russians were training and he didn't want them to be training if he wasn't training. So he would train, then he would sleep, train at two, come back, go to bed, wake up again for four years. So he can beat a guy by one point. And chiropractors think, oh, I can be lazy and I can be sloppy and I cannot have goals. Yeah, and that's why so few chiropractors really do anything exceptional. In Winner's Edge Land, we teach everything to the highest level of exceptionalness. If you want to become a multi-millionaire happy, healthy, generous chiropractor, this is where it happens. In fact, I think this is the only place it happens at the level and with the commonality that it happens. Because you can rest assured, I have personally seen to it, you have the ammo that nobody else has. What's the point then? The law of detachment. We get our goals set, we get everything locked in, and then we just execute perfect days. Refresh the goals every once in a while, keep it sharp, and then execute perfect days. Okay? It's like a dog. If I start chasing after the dog, he's going to run and run and run and run and run. I turn around and start running. Watch how quick that dog starts running up next to me and having fun. And then I can, boom, I can get the, I can get the, the leash on it. Take the dog back home. Isn't that interesting? Isn't that interesting? If you ignore the dog entirely and just sit there, the dog will eventually come sniffing your shoe. You go after the dog, the dog runs and runs and runs. Okay? So we have to understand this is a very, very powerful law. And it gets misunderstood because people think that do more equals get more. Yes, do more after you've got everything set. Don't do more setting and sitting and staring and all of this stuff. And Yes, set and then we do more in the form of the action. The thought work is done. Now it's simply all action, okay? And the action ultimately brings the return. Think less, do more. Ever heard that one also? Look at all of them. They all say the same thing. Think less, do more. 
after you've got all the goals set. Because remember now, once we have clearly set goals, then everything you do will move you toward those goals. All right? And if you're giving, then, and you've got generosity and you're thankful and you're grateful, then what you want will move closer to you. If you're all overly stuck on it and addicted and not happy, you'll keep it from coming to you and you won't move toward it. So goals move you toward what you want and giving to engage the law of receiving moves what you want closer to you. The two-prong effect. How to solve all your money problems forever. That's the name of that book. And in there, he talks about the concept of addiction. If you get overly addicted and hung up on getting something, you'll keep it from happening. But if you lock it in that that's what you want and you get it out of your mind and relax and let go and let the universal laws bring it to you, then we can do incredible things. So let's have great goals. Let's set and forget. And let's remember this. I'll say it in the masculine form. He who cares least wins most. He who wins, excuse me, he who cares least does best. I care so much, I don't care at all. I care so much about reaching my goals, I set them and then I don't care about it after that. I just let it do its thing. I have a knowingness that it's going to happen. I don't sit there and stare at it and wonder and worry because my wonder and worry keeps it from happening. And then I sit there and say, goal setting doesn't work. No, you didn't work because you didn't do it right. You violated the laws. Okay? Those who care the least. In other words, once I start to attack, I have to not care what happens because I don't have control over that. I do to the degree that I have goals and what my actions are going to bring to me, but just the same, all right? If I can be easily swayed, okay, and and get all elated or get all depressed, okay, then I'm weak. But if I stay cool and stay in the center, I don't care to the point where I'm not going to get overly excited and I don't care to the point I'm not going to let myself get down about something. I've got to stay cool and stay in the center. I've got my goals. I lock them in. I know I'm going to go in that direction. I'm cool. I start to execute the day. Hey, I cruise along and things run, run off of me. I'm coated with Teflon. Things don't stick to me. I don't let them affect me. I don't care. I care so much about myself and reaching my goals. I don't care enough about these other things to let them affect me. I care so much about your success. I don't care that I'm going to sit here and take an entire Sunday making podcasts. I care so much about chiropractor success. I don't care that I will work every single day for the rest of the year to make sure all the events are delivered perfectly for you. I care so much about my own health and fitness. I don't care that I have to get up early and if it hurts when I work out. And it hurts. Doing pull-ups over, it hurts. Okay? And the older you get, the more it hurts. Some of you know that. As your body starts to betray you. Yeah, if you're 31, who cares? Okay? But you go 20 years from now, we'll see how you feel when you work out. Then it will make more sense. But we have to have the pain in order to get the joy. We have to have the cause to bring the effect. 
We have to pay the price. We pay the price physically, but as it relates to achievement and you doing more, having more, getting more, being more, okay, we set and then we're cool. We don't get swayed. We're steady. All right. I care so much. I don't care at all. All right. I'm detached. I want it. But if it goes that way, great. And if it doesn't, then that's the way it was meant to be. So be it. I'm cool and I'm steady. And you being cool, you being steady, is what's going to take you to the next level. Tori out. Thanks for tuning in to the Cairo Success Podcast. To learn more about how you can create the dream practice and life today, visit us online at winnersedgeconsulting.com. Thanks again, and we'll catch you in the next episode.